The underdog is howling. Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes. A home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in as we continue along in the spring season. We're calling this Masters and MLBs, Bear. Is that is that fair? It sounds about right. Yeah, they they, they had the M&M, the M&M pod. How are you Are you a peanut M&M guy, by the way? Or no? Yes. It's, there's yeah. not even a conversation. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I understand the people with the allergies and all that right. stuff now, but I am, yes, peanut M&Ms for the win. Excellent. Final four, final four was good. Um, Saturday was bad. Saturday was a debacle. Um, but we bounced back nice on Monday with uh, Carolina plus the points. And mm-hmm. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie over two and a half, three prop. That was done by, the, I think, the eight-minute timeout. Um, the one bad thing was somehow uh, I played early in early in the first half. I took an under 149 and a half uh, for a total. And uh, then right before halftime, it dipped to 142 and a half. So I had a nice seven-point middle on the total. And, uh, and of course, it landed on 141. So if either Kansas could have inbounded the ball properly and shot free throws, or Kansas would have fouled North Carolina like they should have uh, right on the inbounds and in North Carolina hit a free throw and either made the second or missed and they can't and then, but I would have hit it. So we're, we're a little disappointed about that, but we, um, we were in a good position because I, like you, I had the, uh, the North Carolina future. So uh, I picked a good spot to hop in on Kansas money line to yeah. kind of guarantee a profit on that. And uh, yeah, so I, I, of course I got a someone, I, I don't know what these people like, like, like I get like a stick to football tweet, and I'm like, "What? What? What, what the hell are you talking about?" I like, I had North Carolina plus the points and mm. manic prop, like it won, like whatever. It's all good. A lot How of nitpickers time, out there. How was your time in New Orleans? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was real. I mean, you you got the full effect this past year with game day and you guys being on the road, and we were able to meet up at the national title game, capacity crowd. You're like mm-hmm. just just the vibe and that and that's the best part and that's why the final four is my favorite event to go to is and i explained to people all weekend it, it gets better as it goes i mean friday night it's i just i got in late there was flight issues i just did my 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 lap down bourbon didn't walk in one place i just wanted to see the destruction and it <laughs> was full go i'll say this as advertised saturday is is phenomenal. Always try and go out and and, and get the vibe. You know, grab a lunch uh, before that. We're you know doing game day and that whole deal. But went out, got lunch, and you know do all our pregame stuff. And then as you're in the game, like you just walking around. What's great is you have all four teams really thinking they have a chance to win a title, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's awesome. But they're always, I think I've been the nine. This was my ninth Final Four and. There's always like one outlier. There's not not Cinderella, but there's one that's always like, hey, you know, travel is tough for this team and it's yeah. hard or or this team's been this, you know, six of six of the last, you know, 10. And, you know, the Alabama effect, I call it, where it seems right. where the fans are just really running low on funds because they're going to see their team try and win a right. title so many years in a row. But when you go in the dome and by the under 16, under 12 timeout of that first half, even though it wasn't a good game, the Villanova Kansas game. I went up all the way to the top, and you know the Superdome, that press box. There's nothing. Yeah, we are way up there. Yeah, and I just went up to get a look, and it's 
easily the most split. If you just do a pie chart in the four, mm-hmm. the most easily split and well attended final four by all four fan bases. Like it was dead split. And then Carolina Duke comes obviously and not one Villanova or Kansas fan left. Everybody stayed. It crazy? was <laughs> and and the buildup was just incredible. And you know, Sunday comes, which is I I said I did part of my take with our guys and it's just one of my sneaky favorite days because you it's easier to get a meal on Sunday mm-hmm. because you know losers are out of town. Sometimes tickets and, fall through from the yep. losers as well if you're looking. And I'll tell you, the tickets were because then Kansas and Carolina came in strong Monday or Sunday and Monday. And those tickets, man, God bless. Good for the ticket brokers. Uh, I was talking to one guy that said between WrestleMania and the final four, it was the best day he's had, best weekend in, in 10 years. So those were all guys I always thought about during the pandemic. Like, what do those guys do now? I mean, you talk oh, yeah, about. No, I, I, yeah, I, I know. I know someone. Yeah. Who uh, his brother is a bit is a is a broker out in, in L.A. And he. Yeah, it was it, it wasn't pretty. He got hit. He got hit pretty hard. And I, I know that for sure. And uh, so, I mean, the game was the game uh, Monday. Incredible. Uh, I might have gotten into the Kansas post championship party. And wow. after a little bit, I coach self and I are, are very friendly uh, coming on the show with Scott all these years. And he, you know, grabs me by the neck. He's like, can you believe that? And I said, you know, I, everybody was feeling good. I said, coach, you know, you know, bad beach was on this week. You would have been the cause of it. I said, did, I said that out of bounds. I said, was that out of bounds play designed for him to run out of bounds? And he, and he almost lost. Like, he's like, I'm glad. I'm, I, I, he's like, I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, what the heck? And I'll tell you, I saw it in, in Manic did it against Duke. Um, I think Wendell Moore did it a couple times. Villanova got caught a couple times. Being up on that elevated floor, guys really lose. Yes. sense of the court like they feel and like that, they the, have the, extra the, the room. way the lines are as well yeah. it's very very difficult to it's it, a di- and a, a lot of people killed the, the crew for not not talking about in that timeout prior to the the Carolina's final possession about not they didn't mention once about the possibility that Kansas should foul here immediately and, 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 but they didn't but the possession prior to that before that inbounds play Raph actually right away this is a really difficult spot to inbound the ball because of the angle, yada, yada. And he was spot on for that. So like people kind of crushed them for not, for not pointing out that the Kansas should really foul and not allow them to try and tie the game with three. But, they, but Ralph was dead on within the uh, possession prior about they probably, they might have some trouble here inbounding the ball. And, you know, it goes down and I'll tell you being around, I mean, all the former players for Kansas, you forget how many guys they've had, man. It's so cool to see. The way Coach Self has has embraced the guys that were there prior to him, uh, you know, just seeing so many of those guys that played for Roy and talking to guys before Saturday, you know, just, hey, where are you sitting? And I'm like, whoa, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're pretty good. You're, you're set up. And every single one of those former players said Coach Self always does our, our, our former players right. And as you, as you just, should. It's really, really cool. And you just see the bond they have. Just with everything, uh, going back, going back to Lawrence, and and now I think I'm on the hook because I guaranteed Coach I would come back because he's really mad that I haven't been out there yet. So that that's a whole another uh, ordeal. I will say this: I think getting back to the game, I think McCormick should have been MOP. How wasn't he? I, 
I, how wasn't he? He was Obaji was like the fourth best player for Kansas in that in that title game. He starts the second half one of five from the line. I know. Like think about like, the well, late, Christian how much Brown faster they would have made, made the lead up. Night, but but how was McCormick not the most? It, 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 like I, I I was shocked. Because it was funny because we talked about this Doug and I on Daily Wager on Monday beforehand, and he said if you like Kansas to win, would you rather lay, wouldn't you rather just lay one what twenty whatever it was with the Baji to win the uh, most outstanding player of the Final Four as opposed to the two ten with and I said I absolutely not. I said I think there's too much risk involved. I said what if McCormick has a great game or we've seen like the the Luke Hancock factor or Dante DiVincenzo, someone has a great game and wins. But like I, I literally turned it off after the uh like when they when they were on the podium and mm-hmm. and I went upstairs and started scrolling through my phone and I, I see like people laughing about like how how did McCormick now like McCormick didn't win? Yeah. And I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. Very surprised. Very surprising. I feel bad for those people that had him uh for that future because by, that- by the way, it was uh was Coach's hair perfect in the post game as well? Perfect. His, 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 his hair is always perfect. It's amazing. Did you know? He doesn't gray either. No, no. He is good to go there. I will say that. <laughs> but uh, again, congrats to Kansas. I think it's as likable a fan base as there is in college sports. Because their football team is so bad and, and like they, they, they have like the. Think know, about just, what's happened to the, like, and I, and this is the thing, like everybody goes back, you know, with Krzyzewski, right. You know, everybody loves bringing up the, the Lehigh loss, the Mercer loss, you know, mm-hmm. all the bad losses, Kansas. And they're, they're right there. When you go so many times, it's going to find you right. The bad loss. I mean, you're going to get upset if yep. you go every single year for the last, however amount of years. So to see them just be, not affected by who they're going to play watching the Duke Carolina game and then just say, you know, we're, we're good enough here. We believe in coach self. We know it's not the most talented team. And I, I just, I appreciate their, their, the way they go about things with their fans, okay. you know, in the sec, I think, you know, Alabama, there's, there's been, obviously a, there's some arrogance there now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, LSU has got the crazy factor. Georgia had that starving, starving feeling of we, 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 we've done everything else. We have everything else. We need this. And there's just, and, 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 you know, we're around that stuff more. I'll say that too. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, I just kept telling, you know, saw coach Norm Roberts after that. And I just said, I'm so, I'm just so damn happy for you guys. Like you deserve, like everybody at, at some point deserves it. They just, you know, think about what happened in 2020. Like they were the best. They were going to be the number one overall seed, probably his best chance for a title. And then I did a couple other shows down there and I woke up Monday and Sunday thinking about Dayton in 2020. Like that's never going to happen again. Correct. Never. And I know a guy that was on the Dayton staff got a chance to hang with him. And, you know, they stayed, they all got together uh, that, that former Dayton crew and just talked about how, you know, this should have been them. And it's, it's crazy what, what all these teams have been through. And that's why, I just thought it was it was so cool to see and, and and really happy for that Kansas fan base. That's all. Totally fair and understood. I did go get some domination done at Felix's with some oysters. I mean, yeah. how they churn them out there is just unbelievable. <laughs> they got they added a, a fried edition now with some buffalo on there. Unbelievable. And the charbroils are just insane. 
Insane right. to me. Insane. And I ate enough did, gumbo did, to. Did we hit up either uh, GW Fins or Jacquos? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got that in. Uh, our boy D from LSU got me over to Mr. B's where Coach O, that's Coach O's favorite gumbo there is. Huh? Man, that thing is stocked. <laughs> I'll tell you that. And uh, Fat Harry's, thanks again for the wings with uh, the part of my take, guys. That was that was fun also. Was, yeah, I saw cool that to see all those people. All those people show up. So we got it all in. We're good. And now it, it it turns to Augusta. And that's the other question I have to ask every time I'm out at an event. Hey, we'll see you in Augusta. Are you going to Augusta? No. no, uh, not on that cut. But I will say if I did have a choice and I know I'm wrong for this, I, I choose the final four. And that's probably not going to get two straight weekends. But next year in Houston, maybe that's the year we uh, we look at Augusta. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the access and enjoyment outside of the venue is the the edge of the final four. The event itself on the course, yeah, it's not. But um, yeah, it's yeah, and, and you, neither you or I will uh, will be there. I'm, I'm no longer no longer a part of that coverage team. Unfortunately, it's too bad. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right. Let's enjoyable. get into it. Uh, yes. With the odds. Rom's still the favorite out there. I see 10 to 1. Justin Thomas feels like the. I mean, I was watching some, you know, uh, Golf Channel last night with with all the stats, whether it's tee to green or what, you know, how good he is distance wise coming in. What you want to be in this tournament? Uh, he's feels like he's firing up. I see him at twelve to one now. I don't. I don't get that with him, man. Yeah. I, I, the I, only the only top ten that he's had in Augusta came in the November in the November Masters. Like he he just for whatever reason he just just struggled there. And then people are pointing to Bones being on his bag now to kind mm-hmm. of help him around the course. But I don't know. He, he JT, someone that he's up against enough big names and head to heads in those groups that yeah, I think you could be. A, if you fade him, you you might you might be coming out ahead on Sunday. Yeah. So that I mean, you just go down. It's it's all the familiar faces. You know, your top five favorites. We said Rom, JT, Scheffler, Cameron Smith, who's the guy I would take out of the probably top ten odds guys. I just think he's not phased by anything. DJ, obviously, the win a couple of years ago. Xander with the collapse last year. And then the guy I have circled, too, because I really feel like when he does this, and he's won a couple, but he could get on a Scheffler run, and that's Victor Hovland. I'm just not sure if this is where it's mm-hmm. going to start. You know, everybody has their guys. What do you want to start with to win it, or you want to go more? You have anybody? Uh, did you look at any of the odds for, for, um, to miss the cut because I had one I, guy I circled. Yeah, I don't play much miss the cut here. Okay. Because it is such a limited field event and you've got the Larry Mises and the Sandy Lyles yeah. and the and some of the uh, past champions and the the amateur qualifiers from around the world coming in. Like they're guys that have no shot of making the cut. So like you really have to be pretty pretty bad have a, have a bad couple of rounds uh, to, to miss the cut 
And, and, and I think that's limited to, like, you take a look at guys who are potentially playing in their first Masters or, or, or maybe guys that aren't necessarily coming in in great form or their course history here just hasn't been that good. But I think that's what makes a lot of people get very concerned about laying prices to make the cut, especially in an event here. Like, is John Rahm going to miss the cut in, in a place that he's got four straight top tens? Mm-hmm. Probably not. That's why he's plus six hundred. Is is, 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 is is Xander Shoffley going to miss the cut? A guy who's got like four straight top uh, three, like three top tens in a row, or like whatever it is. Like probably mm-hmm. not. So like I don't have an issue laying a big number with some of these guys to miss the cut. But like Tiger's the guy everyone's talking about missed the cut, missed the cut. But like I said, be careful. He knows the course, uh, like the back of his hand. If he's showing up, he he really thinks he's not going to embarrass himself. And with so many people that have zero chance to make the cut, he can't go out and shoot 72-73. I mean, the, the, the cut line the last two April Masters has been three over, made it. So, like, if he doesn't think he can go out and shoot three over for a couple of rounds, then he wouldn't be here. So I'd be careful if you're thinking about playing Tiger to miss the cut. Well, I'm just going down the list here on DraftKings. To miss the cut, he's the only guy that's minus money. He's minus 115. And then, you know, there's some bigger names that are close to even money. DeChambeau plus 105, Patrick Reed plus 135. And then it gets bigger as you go down. Uh, And you you mentioned, Rom, he's plus 600 to miss the cut if you want to do that. Uh, You probably could get really funky uh, if you wanted to. They're offering some uh, make the cut parlays if you want to do that. Where so many you talk about the cut and how different it is, uh, but to try and help your money wise. Uh, if you want to do the make the cut uh, parlays, those are offered. So going back to the top names at the board, are, are you going top five, top tens? Do you have well, a bunch I of guys play, there? I played, I played ROM top 10 at plus money. Uh, like I said, for plus 120, reasons. I see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw plus 115. Uh, T5, T7, T9, T4 last last four years. So like since, yeah, since that first time around Augusta, so. I think to win is a little short, but I'm going to play him, uh, play him top 10. I also played him to make it Eagle in, in the tournament. You get 16 chances and really 15 is a, is, is a, is a gettable hole. 13, sometimes eight, probably not so much, but the other one, the other one's gettable. Like he's going, he's, you, you look at his past performance here. He'll make it Eagle here. I would okay. think at some point I did the same thing with, uh, with Brooks Kepka, by the way, he, he was like minus one sixty five to make an eagle, and I played Brooks to make because he he's owned fifteen. He's made a bunch of eagles on eighteen uh, on fifteen rather. So I played him, and then the other uh, I played top twenty Scotty Scheffler, uh, top twenty got a little conservative with him. A lot, a lot of pressure on him. He's seen as well, but uh, he's got a couple of top twenties already here from his first two starts, which is pretty damn impressive. I played Russell Henley to finish in the top twenty. Uh, plus money, he hasn't played here in a while, but his game is kind of uh, rejuvenated and kind of like this renaissance deal. Um, and then I played a top 20 parlay like you talked about. I don't necessarily play a lot of these uh, quote-unquote gimmick-type parlays uh, that are offered, but uh, at DraftKings, they offered Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantley all to finish in the top 20 at plus 475. And you go back and look. Uh, since his debut, Xander, uh, you, you, the first time around, it's difficult for a lot of people with your sight lines and figuring out the greens. But then your second trip here, 
is usually where you're more comfortable on the course. So you throw the first event, first event out for these guys. Xander has gone T2, T17, and T3. Marikawa T18. Cantley T9, T17, and he missed the cut last year because he wasn't fully healthy. That's a top 20 in all but one instance for those guys. So like I, I thought the I thought the odds were, were pretty good there if you can just you can get almost five to one on three of the top what twelve players probably mm. in the world. I, I think they're all the top twelve in the world rankings. Like I took that and then I, I played Cantley and Marakow with a win, top ten and top twenty. Those are the two guys that I that I kind of focused on one of those two guys to wind up uh, ultimately winning. So we'll see. I got I got like I got like twelve golfers uh, to close out some cross sports that I made at Circa. So uh, hopefully I'm, I'm naked on Kepka to win and I'm naked on JT to win. So we'll see what happens. I can fool around a little bit on, on okay. Saturday or Sunday if need be. Yeah, that's that, the other point before I threw in a couple things I'm going to do here. When the cut is made, I love going back and seeing what the reposted odds are to win because that's where you still, you get your guys that can go out Saturday early, depending on the, what the way the course is. And they get a jump start on the weekend. So just something to think about when when the weekend passes. If your guys didn't work out, and like I said, it's Augusta, it's the Masters, it's why it's 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 the best major there is, and it's because there's so many so much unexpected stuff is. So don't tie all your things. I mean, I know everybody wants the best odds and getting in before Thursday, but there's always some some good stuff after the cut is made uh, Friday night going into Saturday. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather wait and take. Maybe five to one on John Rahm as opposed to nine to one on Correct. John Rahm right now after seeing some evidence. Yep. And and you 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 brought it up. Saturday was two, the year Tiger won two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Can't Cantley I think either made the cut on the number or made the cut uh, just inside the cut line. He went out on Saturday, went ridiculously low, and there he was on the back nine on Sunday. He had the lead. Yeah. So he, a lot a lot. I, I think uh, we've seen Justin Rose. I think that might have been the Open Championship uh, made the cut on the number. And I think at one point on Sunday, he wound up tying for the lead. So, like, yeah, we, we, we've seen ridic- a lot of craziness happen with, with, with guys who have the opportunity with no pressure to uh, to go out and post a number. Yeah, a couple names. I, I have Cantlay to win a major this year. Uh, okay. I think it, I think it's going to happen. Uh, this, this would be great to get it out of the way if he could do this one. Well, I one agree. of the bombs, I, I'm always surprised at his price, and I end up taking him every year here, is Ustazen. He's mm-hmm. 45 to 1 now. I just love the way his game is. I love how nothing ever affects him, the way he plays. So that that would be the guy off the radar that I'm taking a shot with. Morikawa is another one where I still say his good creeps other guys out so much because of how firm he, are, he is with the, with the irons and how he's just deadpan, man. Like his, his killer instinct. And is never giving away any emotion, facial expressions. I just love that about him, and I think it, it, it gets to the other guys with how, how the hell he could do that. Uh, I mentioned Cam Smith is a guy in the top um, five or, or ten odds wise that I would take uh, to win this. And DJ, it feels like the match play. He almost came back against Scheffler. It feels like his game is is back to where we expect it. Uh, I'd be wary of him uh, hovering around up there. Also, and like I said, Hovland's the guy I circled. I, I got him at 20 to 1. I just feel like when he gets it rolling, man, it, it just feels like he could just tear up that back nine uh, when when he needs to do Can it. Can he putt well enough? That's the yep. question I yep. have. With no, him. that's what it is. Getting it there, there's a few guys I'll take over him. So I, I think he's 
he's poised to make a run. And that's why I just feel like 20 to one still on him uh, is, is, is worth the value. So it's funny. We talked, we talked about the putting um, Andy North had, a, f- a few years back had said, like you talk about the grand, every talk about the course and like, what, well, what would you shoot? And, and you have those like ridiculous conversations. And Andy was saying that he's like, I could take you out on the course and I could choose a spot on the green <laughs> for you. And you, you, you'd be hitting one. And you would struggle to break par. That's how difficult the greens are there. Jeez, that's nuts. Oh, uh, one other bomb. Uh, Corey Connors, fifty-five to one. I'll, I'll I take like a him. Sh- I'll, I'll take a shot with that. I'm glad you mentioned him because he was only like minus two hundred to be low Canadian, and it's hmm. basically a head-to-head with Mackenzie Hughes. Which and Mike I Ware. Found, I found, Mike Ware. I found, well, yeah, well, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I was like, wow, Mackenzie Hughes it versus that, that that's the price of a of a of a Connors Hughes head to head is like I saw 185 out there too. I'm like, I would have thought it would have been a little a little greater than that, especially given how well Connors drives the ball. So yeah, that that was something that I that I would for. I, I like Connors' game though. I, I agree with you. Yeah. I I just love him too because you feel like he's one of these guys that plays every week. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Do you, how do you feel Max Homo will do with the added pressure of our friends? Guarantee. Yeah. I, I don't think Max Homo will, will be, will be phased by any of that pressure. Okay. I, I think Max Homo is the kind of guy who's going to go out and, and play his game and not have any of the outside influences uh, weighing him down. I hope he does make the cut. Yes. It's better for everybody. How about that? It is. It First is. timer. Sam Burns is plus 210 to miss the cut. I'm going to dabble there. I'm just okay. just going on. You talked about it with Andy with the putting. I mean, he's been on fire. Uh, he's made plenty of money this year already. Gave me a heart attack at the Valspore. I just, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> We're going to take a shot at plus 210 to miss the cut there. That's the one uh, negative bet. I just, I always try and find a first timer, and he's the one this year. Like I said, it's a flyer. But it feels like uh, it happens to more than not. I could be totally wrong, but uh, you have the database. I do not. <laughs> you you mentioned Connors as well. I actually played him in a head to head uh, with Shane Lowry as well. Okay, uh, Lowry's Lowry's played pretty well uh, this year on that Florida swing. But his history at Augusta isn't. I mean, it's okay. But you got Connors who's got top tens the last couple of years. So I, I took Connors in the way his game is as well right now. I took Kepka head to head against Hovland. Um, okay, that that was one that I that I took just because of Kepka's course familiarity, his, his ability to to, to to drive the ball, make it make an eagle when when he needs to, and uh, Hovland's in kind of uncertainty about these greens. And I played Joaquin Neiman against Sun Jm. Uh, I think Sun Jm is one of these guys that a lot of people think eventually is going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, a major, but if you go back and look at his major championship history, the only top 15 he has in, in his, I think it's 10 majors, eight majors is the November masters. Like he's missed the cut in, in half of half of them. So like, I'm not sure. Ne- Neiman got that, that recent win um, out of the Genesis. I, I think he's yeah. someone who, who's, whose game is probably uh, on the on the rise, I thought Im's isn't, but but I but I but I thought Neiman is a slight favorite over Im was worth the play. 
And I played Kevin Na against Webb Simpson as well. If you, if you look at Webb's, I mean, I didn't realize how poor Webb has been this year. Like his, his iron play and his approach uh, play is, is not nearly as good as what it's been in terms of the rankings. He's gone 61st cut in T48 in his last uh, three stroke plays. His numbers off the tee are even worse than they normally are. And and now comes off a pretty good uh, match play event. Very deliberate, very common. I mean, has, has an okay history here, as does Webb. But I just think the current form kind of favors now on that, uh, especially at even money. So those were the four head-to-heads that I played as well. All right. Anything else Masters-wise? I'm looking at these odds to make the cut. Whoa. Rom minus 1,400. <laughs> you could have that. I do. Do you? Wow! Oh yeah, Tigers, that's the that's the that's Tigers the problem basically pick him on yeah. both sides of it. Yeah, I'm gonna let that one go. I would play him to make the cut, but in case the weather gets to him and his back is really ouchy, or that's the only concern I have about the weather and the cool weather really affecting Tiger. That that would be the concern I have there, but. That's the problem when you have these apps and you see your balance in there, and it's like imagine it's like imaginary money. Oh yeah, I'll like fourteen fifty exactly. Make the cut. It's, that doesn't matter. It's not real money. No, it's there. And then, and then Kentucky loses to St. Peter's. <laughs> is your Masters betting sheet? If you were going to print it out, these slips, you know, you just bet your bet slip. If you print it out, is mm-hmm. it longer than your grocery list? Your grocery, um, your grocery receipt when you check out. No, no. Okay. Right. They, that's because the grocery receipt, I mean, they, they put, they add filler to that all the time. You <laughs> save $2 and 87 cents this trip for the year. Your savings are $68 and 49 cents next trip. Now I, 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 that's, I haven't gone too, too crazy other than the, 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 the make miss the cuts are the things that I have uh, really like, like playing all those guys to, to, to make the cut. That's, that's my biggest investment. I'd rather, while you have to lay more of a price on more of a conservative type better, I don't play a lot. I like outright from the starts. I think like I said I played Cantley. I played I played Morikawa, but I'll, I'll do the, the the outright stuff in play once the uh, the tournament gets going. Before we move on, I just want to quickly mention a quality ESPN podcast that may interest you with some of the best guys we have at the company. Check out First Draft with Mel Kiper Jr., Todd McShay, and Field Yates. Every Monday and Thursday, the guys are keeping tabs on the NFL draft, which is right around the corner. You can listen to First Draft wherever you get your podcast and watch the show on YouTube. Very good. Have you dove in on the baseball? I have. You have? Yeah. Where are you on the Diamondbacks? I've heard differing opinions on the Diamondbacks. I don't think they're very good. At all, but I but I know some people that actually played the over. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I what were they sixty-seven and a half? I think is what they were. They are. And, and, I, and I think it was sixty-seven because I remember looking and I'm like, wait a minute, they're sixty-seven and a half, and the Rockies are sixty-eight and a half. Like the Rockies, I played over. Okay. Team futures. Let's see. I see sixty-eight and a half for Rockies. Yeah. And what, what what are the snakes? The snakes I don't have, are they're not on here. No, they gotta be on there. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm on drop. Oh, here they are. Sixty seven and a half. Yeah. How are they how are they sixty seven and a half? And the diamondbacks who 
win a ton of home games, added Chris Bryant, added Randall Gritchup. Um, they're some of their pitchers, like their pitching is kind of like sneaky okay. Like mm-hmm. and I, I think it was Jason Weingarten who who pointed out last year, like they went, they won like 42 home games, 44 home games last year. Like if you're doing that, like that, that that's you're you're getting yourself off to a to a decent start in terms of going over. But like you look at that division, I think Arizona's very good. I mean, yeah, you got to deal with the Dodgers. Uh, the Giants will probably regress a little bit, but not too much. Um, the Padres will probably regress a little bit without Tatis for a uh, for a while. So, I, so I, I took the over on Colorado. I, I thought sixty eight and a half was a uh, a little bit low. Here's, I was looking at the uh, AL Central uh, because I feel like obviously the Twins. I like the moves they made. Um, they with the arms they got. I wish I could find. I want to bet the Royals will win more games than the Tigers and Indians. I feel like one of either Cleveland or Detroit is going way under. Oh, well, yeah. I took one and of my favorite. One of my favorite win total bets is is the Tigers under. Tigers under. Okay. Because yeah. I was looking at. I mean, they just signed Ramirez to that contract. Bieber's back. We, the injuries is is it is what it is. But you go up and down that rod. There's not a lot of no. liking I have to Cleveland. I mean, yeah, they got two All Stars, but I mean, you talk Ray, about Ray, going Reyes through a whole obviously season. Is a, Reyes is obviously a good bat at DH. You got what Miles Straw who mm. kind of get on base. Rosario, maybe he'll reach. What I mean, he was a super highly touted guy with the Mets, like you know. Yeah, and but I just feel like there's a lot of inexperience too with the arms. That, and, that's what I, yeah, that's what I think you're right there. I think they're banking on either McKenzie or yeah. Savali and then kind of emerging. Buddies of I have been kicking around Cleveland or Detroit, you're going on. And I, and I, I feel like I'm the only one that said Cleveland. Everybody else is on Detroit and it just feels 77 and a half for the Tigers. And then it's 66 and a, or 70, 76 and a half for the guardians. So that's, I'm really torn there. Maybe I take both. I would take over uh, Kansas City 74 and a half in that division. Uh, Minnesota is obviously 81 and a half. And then obviously the White Sox are the favorite with all the high power they have. Uh, you said, was that you on Eloy for most home runs? Mm-hmm. Yes. And what's yep. that? One of the uh, accessible books in Connecticut had him at, at 40 to one. But they would only let me bet twenty two dollars. Uh huh. So I, I took my twenty two dollars there at forty to one, and then I went to DraftKings and they had him at thirty to one, and that's where I made my bigger bet. See, I I I, I took him at thirty to one to win the home run title. I thirty to one, the, really? Yeah, I think you look at the numbers that he put up. I like that. Uh, as a rookie in, in, in the at bats, and then you kind of throw out the COVID year and you throw out last year' biggest injury. I, I think he could take a massive. Uh, leap forward, and I played three other guys wanted to, to win the home run title all long as well. I, I know Ronald Ronald Acuna is not coming back until May, but okay. he's probably the best player all around player in baseball. Um, I, I think him hitting in that park in that lineup uh, in, in that division against some of the other uh, in, in those parks as well. I think when he comes back, I think he's going to have a monster year. So I, I took him at 35 to one to win the home run title. 
I took him at eight to one to win the NL MVP. I think he's going to have a massive year. I took a flyer on Randall Gritchick to win the home run title at 70 to one. Oh. Uh, now in Colorado, you never know. It's that, that's one of those, uh, Gail Alexander, I guess, knows or, or how, how they have mutual friends. And so it's just kind of a, yeah, I'll have fun with Gil all year and take take Gritchick. And then, and then one that I added last night was uh, Brandon Lowe at 60 to 1. The guy, mm. guy hit 39 home runs last year. Yeah. Um, in, in, a, in a friendly park and, 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 and with a good team and a good lineup, he plays every day. Like, but 61 was a good number there. So that was, those were the four home run guys that I, uh, that I took. I jumped at some of these matchups on, on DraftKings. Uh, you mentioned the Cunha. I, Soto's plus 100 against Acuna, more regular season home runs. You, what you feel about Acuna, I feel about Soto. Yeah. And it's actually a question I had for you. If you, uh, MLB Network was doing the player rankings at each position, it's pretty fascinating to see. And then I, they pulled up the right fielders. I mean, talk about being the best position. You got Soto. You got Acuna, you got Judge, you got Harper, you got Mookie Betts. It is a long list mm-hmm. of uh, of talented players, and you know they do a good job with the, with the analytics and and all that. But they do factor in defense, which I thought was awesome. Uh, but it, it was as you should, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. And it is uh, it's a it's a star started group for sure. The other one I have is is Vlad Guerrero Jr. minus one fifteen against Pete Alonso. Uh, for most uh, regular season home runs. Those were the two uh, that jumped out to me. I've, I've said it. I think I said it last week on here. I've said it on daily wager. I do think Matt Olson, the win MVP is a, is a, <clears throat> is a worthy shot. You talked about that park, him going to that park. I think he cut his strikeouts in half last year. Like that's the stuff. I, I feel like a guy maturing, knowing the ability he has, and now he's just fine tuning stuff. I, I feel like where he's going to be, in that lineup and in, in the talent alone. And I know, uh, you know, defense for MVP should be worthy. I'm still mad that Joey Votto won MVP, even though I, I still don't think he's a good defensive first baseman, <laughs> but that's, that's a year's, a year's past uh, conversation. Uh, Devers against judge most regular season homers. I got to take Devers, right? No, nah, I took judge there. Took judge. See, the, 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 and the problem with so many of these, well, with not so many, but maybe is just you're really handicapping health. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. And no, and, and no that's doubt. why I and that's why I would take Deborah. Like you know, Aaron Judge is got at some point mm. he's going to miss thirty games. I hear you. He's got more access to cheap home runs, though. That's why I, that's why I look at it in that park. All right. Pitchers, anything there? Yeah, Can I Burns re up again? He could. I feel yeah, like I. I, I yeah, yeah, I wouldn't he, bet he, him to win the like Cy Young or anything, though. No, but I would. Would you bet Garrett Cole at six to one or whatever it is plus six? I wouldn't. Like, I think you. I think AL Cy Young is wide open. Like amongst like the the guys at the top, I would. I would think Bieber would would be the guy that I would bet if I had to bet one of the short shots. But I took a ridiculous flyer on Cindergard at forty five to one to okay. win AL Cy Young. Like I, his last couple, his last start. Um, was really, really good in, in the Cactus League. Um, can he stay healthy? And, he, of course, you have the shadow of Atani uh, as well. So it's probably throwing away 100 bucks. But 45 to 1 for a guy who has Cy Young-type stuff uh, in, in a division where 
You've got the A's who are worthless. Uh, the Mariners, who I'm actually low on the Mariners. I, t- I played the Mariners well, uh, under 83 and a half. Got it. A lot of people like the Mariners and they like their acquisitions and everybody's excited about J-Rod uh, make, making the squad. But they, they kind of won with smoke and mirrors last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they can do it again. So I took them under under 83 and a half and yeah, I took Syndergaard to win the side at uh, 45 to 1. And I also took uh, Urias to win the National League side on the 20 to 1. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, like people people talk Bueller. Um, obviously, with the Mets guys hurt, uh-huh. um, the, the odds are the other of them are going to win. Uh, you, you've got Luis Castillo is not not in, not in play. Uh, I mean, I, I think there are enough uh, guys in the mix there to to, to, to step up. But like I said, are they going to give it to Burns again? Mm-hmm. Probably not, but. And, but I think if you look at Urias, it's just his stuff. Like the, the postseason run a couple of years ago, when, when he like he was Dodgers' best pitcher. I mean, I, Walker yes. Bueller is fantastic, but Urias, when they won the World Series, he was he was the best pitcher. And I, and I think now, uh, I, I think he can take that next step forward as he garners more of a role. I, I even played the uh, the Dodgers to win the World Series at plus four seventy five because you love the Dodgers. The, you love betting the Dodgers. They're go. Yeah, I was funny. I was joking as well with someone that I I, I can't wait. And I actually it was Jeff Schwartz, who is a, a a Giants fan, grew up in LA, and he's a, he's a, a Giants fan. And uh, he, I, I said, I can't wait. I'm going T minus T minus seven days till I get to lay like sixteen hundred with the Dodgers in the fourth inning against someone. And he was just laughing. He's like, not with that bullpen. But I think with Kimbrell and some went trying, and I, I think they've kind of shirted it up a little bit. The lineup is ridiculous. Yeah. And oh, by the way, they might get Dustin May back in August. They're going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like once they get there, I mean, I guess you, you can figure a money line rollover might might be better off. But that's just like one of those things you bet it, and but you tuck it away, and then come come October, like when all of those bets that you made back here like come back up to the top, you're like, oh. I have the Dodgers at nearly five to one to win the World Series when they're when they're now seven to two. Or oh wow, I have Ronald Acuna to win the NL MVP at at seven fifty when he's like four twenty five. So you just you take a couple of couple of chances on some uh, some shorter shots. My two favorite overs are Phillies over eighty six and a half and the Angels over eighty three and a half. You mentioned Seattle. You mentioned the A's. That's why. I've, I, I mean, you could be saying this for well, however many years. This is this is where the Angels step it up. I'm going to go in on it. I, I've laid off the last couple of years, mm-hmm. thank God, because I thought it was going to happen. Now that he's out of the, the NL East, I still think the world of Rendon, uh, waiting yep. to see him healthy. So Philly's over and Angels over. And then obviously my annual Mets under, I was able to grab it before the injury news. So I do have 91 and a half there. I was going to say it's 88 and a half now, right? 88 and a half. Yeah. So just a, uh, you know, just great, great optimism for the Mets. And I did see Ted Gangy uh, at the final four. He said he, we said, will, he, said he saw you. We'll, we will trade numbers and go through our own list because I had, it, it's funny. He was just ripping off names and I was ripping off names. It was the it was, highlight of his trip. Let me tell you that. So good. So good. Uh, that list he has. It, you know, I'm kind of bummed because I was going to ask you, uh, I was going to give you the uh, the book of bear prop, and I, and I was going to have you bet it. I was going to say number of combined starts this year 
by Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. And I was going to put it at 47 and a half. This was obviously before Got it. The, the injury news. But, and, and, and now, now obviously, the, off the board at the book, book of Bear. But uh, yeah, I, I was always, I, the DeGrom injury and the Scherzer injury robbed me of having some fun with you. So damn them. I do remember, speaking of injuries having uh, a say in things, the first year Judge and Stanton were together, I remember they put out a number for combined homers. Yep. And it was mm-hmm. nuts, and it didn't even come close because both of them miss extended periods of time. I'm curious to see if anybody still puts that out because it's just a fascinating number when you saw it before it obviously happened. And we, you know, both guys unfortunately have struggled with injuries since they've been together. But the idea of seeing that number, you know, with 162 games, mm-hmm. both guys, you know, thinking you're going to be in the lineup the majority of the time. Uh, it was it was pretty interesting. I God, is that already like four years ago? Yeah, I want to say the number yeah. was close to like eighty two, and mm-hmm. it had no chance. Yeah, but I think no we chance. even talked about it on Daily Wager, and I think we both took. Or you might have taken like a reverse psychology over. Yeah, I was. Like, a, I think I had both I guys like, to win MVP too. First time split MVPs, <laughs> teammates. <laughs> it's funny because I remember my injury bet was oh, it must it was probably. Whatever year Altuve missed, like six weeks, mm-hmm. like I had his hit total like over. It was like one seventy four and a half or something like that. Mm. And I and I think he missed going over by like eight hits, even missing a month. It was something ridiculous. Like like and you talk about like injuries just affecting something, but like had had he missed like two weeks instead of six weeks, it would it would have gone flying over. So. Mariners under, Tigers under, Rockies over, Cubs under as well. Cubs are on track. Am I correct in reading the rotation properly that Marcus Stroman is their ace? Uh, is, is he, is he, I think Hendricks. Is he their number one? Hendricks. Yeah. You know, and, they got, and they got Drew Smiley, who he had a he had a, he had a, a good run there. Was, was it Tampa where he was okay? And then Cincinnati, I thought he was all right. Is that where he threw the no-hitter? Didn't he throw a no-hitter with them? I don't think so. Oh my! Hey, Marcus Stroman, Justin Steele, Kyle Hendricks, Drew Smiley, Alec Bills, and then Miley and Alzale are hurt. Oh, Miley, that's who it is. I always get that. Yeah, confused. Would you rather bet taking your fandom out outside of it mm-hmm. over ninety-one and a half for the Yanks or over eighty-five and a half for the Sox? I wouldn't bet over on the. I don't think the Yankees are very good, and, and that's not like reverse psychology. Is Severino ready to go? No. Oh, okay. No. All right. Hell no. Like, 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 he's got no shot. I'm not. I'm not even convinced Cole's going to have a great year. <laughs> I'd probably take the Sox. Low, okay. low, lower number. I think I they got look. a. Uh, I think they got a, a a younger, a younger core. Now I don't necessarily like their rotation at all, but 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 I I feel better about. Like Devers, Bogarts, Story, that core, then the the Yankees uh, injury prone sluggers of Stanton and Judge and uh, uh, like how, how many games is Josh Donaldson gonna play? I mean, mm. give me a break. Yeah, but Sox, Sox are gonna have to score some runs because that because that rotation is terrible. Yeah, Lemayhew's like the guy for me with the Yankees. Like if he plays, it's I just. It gets. It feels like it calms everybody else down. It helps the order. 
He could play anywhere. I just, I just love what that guy brings to the table. Do you, do you really feel Blue Jays win more games than the Rays? Yes, you do. Okay, I do. I, I, I do. I, I think the Blue Jays are going to be really good, and I think some of the 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 benefit in their win total is going to be just with where Canada is right now in terms of vaccinations. Like, like yeah. if, if there are teams that like we can pretty much read between the lines that Aaron judge isn't vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Like the Yankees are going to have to go there without Aaron judge. Yeah. And I'm sure there are a ton of teams out there that are not going to be able to bring some players there because they are not vaccinated because of uh, can Canada is a, uh, is it Canada or Ontario? I think, I think it's Canada. Yeah. It's Canada. The, the, the vaccination, the, the vaccination deal. Like, so like that is a massive advantage for Toronto that they're for their 81 home games that they're going to be getting teams that aren't in full strength. But, I'm just I'm but, just happy for the Blue Jays that they get to play every home game in the same place. Finally, as a, yes, exactly. it's just been brutal. I can't imagine what it's been like for that team and knowing the youth they have and the talent. Like it's oh, I played Boba Shit by the way to lead the league in hits. Okay, to one. Yeah, I played him. Played him at eleven to one. Lead, lead, lead the majors in hits. What would the number have to be for you to take the Orioles over? Oof. Fifty-eight and a half. Yeah, I go over fifty-eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, I, I go over that. I don't really want. I to actually watch. didn't go. I actually did not go under this year. Sixty-two and a half with them this year. Okay, just don't lose a hundred games again. Ugh. <laughs> Brutal. That's disgusting. All right, let's try and give a big Mike happy recap for the Masters. Yeah. and MLB. Big Mike happy recap. I will go to win Hovland, DJ, Cam Smith, Cantlay, Ustase, Burns to miss the cut. Your Masters? Cantlay, win in top 10 and top 20. Morikawa, win top 10, top 20. Rom, top 10 and to make an eagle. Scheffler, top 20. Morikawa, Shoffley, Cantlay all finish in top 20 at plus 475. Uh, Kepka to make an eagle. Henley top 20. Matchups, Connors over Lowry. Kepka over Hovland. Neiman over M. And Na versus Webb. All right. And baseball, I will tell you, Olsen to win MVP. Angels over. Phillies over. Mets under. I want to take the Orioles over, but I'm not going to. And what did I say? All oh, those home run... Uh, Home run, home run matchups, home run matchups. Vlad, Vlad over Alonso, Alonso, Soto over Acuna, and Judge over Devers. I got to go back and look at those after we're done here. My head was spinning last night seeing all those. <laughs> those are unbelievable. Like my balance was getting pretty low pretty quick with all the uh, between all the master stuff I played and the and the baseball pro time to, to have to make a deposit. By the way, what what the, what the hell's going on with LeBron, man? He's, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to play and like go for fifty the last couple of games to with, with Embiid playing as long as I get either a the Sixers to win the division or LeBron to win the scoring title, I'll be okay. I just I just don't want to lose both. But anyway, back to baseball. Win totals: Mariners under, Tigers under, Cubs under, Rockies over. Home run title: Grichik, Jimenez. Acuna, low, Bichette to lead the majors in hits, 
Acuna NL MVP, Urias NL NLSI, Cindergaard ALSI, Dodgers to win the World Series. Very good. Have you watched Winning Time on HBO at all? No, I have not. You have to. Okay. John C. Riley as Jerry Buss is absolutely incredible. Incredible. Really? And the casting they've had, fine guys from okay. Magic Johnson, guy who plays Kareem is phenomenal. And the, the fact that they got Norm Nixon's son to play Norm Nixon is awesome. <laughs> awesome. But they did an unbelievable job casting. It's as entertaining a show as I have watched. I understand it's not all true. I can't imagine Jerry West is happy with how he is being portrayed. But seriously, if you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. It's 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 that entertaining of a show. And if you like John C. Riley, it's it's even better. So that's my suggestion for the people out there. I'll have to uh, I'll have to tune in. Tune Thank in. you. Have a uh, a good Masters week. We, we will. Get, we get, do you make your own sweet tea? No, I'll go to Chick Fil A. I will get a couple of chicken biscuits, and then I will add an egg white and a slice of American cheese, and I'll just and I'll get the Swiss cheese. <laughs> the guy at Chick Fil A loves me. Like, 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 I bet he does. He, he does. Yeah, he, he he'll tweet at me like when he, when are you coming back? We like having conversations. Georgia fan, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, this is an awesome week, man. Yeah. Champions League, Masters, baseball opening up. Oh, by the way, your your boy your boy's hopping over the pond next week. To your, city. your boy's That's going right. to the second leg. He's going to Liverpool, Benfica, and Anfield. Keep the laser pointers at home, people. No, I do. Exactly. There'll be no laser pointers. Jeez. No laser pointers there. Nice, tidy three-one win yesterday. So I can't imagine how pumped the place will be if they happen to win uh, in Manchester on Sunday against City. It would be insane. Uh, one other mention I just want to get in: if you don't have the ESPN app and you're a golf person, please get it for this week. I think. Among college football, golf is the best thing we do at ESPN and with the app and with the feature groups and then a live camera on every single shot of Amen Corner. Uh, One of my TVs will be on that all weekend. It's that good and you're not going to get anywhere else. You could try and go on the Internet, do it. Just get the ESPN app. It's that good. It's it's one of the best things we do. And I'm fired up for those people because I know how fired up they are to be there and have capacity crowds back and all that good stuff. So shout out to the crew down at Augusta and, and, and room for them to have an awesome broadcast as it usually happens and turns out at that magnificent place. It is. It's an awesome, it's an awesome experience. And hopefully everybody can loves golf can get to experience it once, but yeah, the, the, the ESPN plus, I just, just doubt if you don't have it, just get don't it. get it. Just get it. But hey, why don't you have it by now? <laughs> yeah. but just, just go. Get it. All right. Very well. Enjoy a great week. Bear, take us away. Less you bet, more you lose when you win. You can listen to follow the Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, don't miss more from Stanford Steve on ESPN Sports Center with Scott Van Pelt. And check out the Bear on College Game Day on ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. <laughs> 